Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Hey, we're going to shift gears a little bit as we welcome you in today on the Give Me the Hogs, Chuck podcast. We've got football starting Friday. I know that. Sam Pittman's going to be around then, and we'll get some comments from him and delve into preseason camp much more closely. But I want to talk some basketball today. Like a lot of us, the Razorback basketball team putting the wraps on their summer work, and they are looking ahead to what will become the fall for student-athletes. It's the fall semester, which is going to begin later this month. But they've been busy this summer. And Musk sat down with the media types today and gave his assessment of what has transpired over the last couple of months. A lot of new guys. A lot of new guys. It's very similar to last season in that respect, but it is unlike last season in that many of these players have a great deal of experience as college basketball players. And that's where I want to begin today on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast. If you'll recall, when we concluded the season in March and we talked about the teams that were left standing, the ones that played in the Final Four, They were filled with experienced players. Now, they had transfer players, to be sure, but they were veteran transfer players. They were guys who'd played. In a lot of cases, they were guys who'd played for good programs. They'd certainly played in big games. And the teams that were left standing at the end combined experienced portal players with a handful of returnees that formed the nucleus of their basketball teams. And when you look at what Muss and his staff have done since last season ended, it's precisely that. This was his assessment of what he's got coming back and what he's got coming in. We have a little bit more returners than we've had. And then obviously with the experience that we have with guys like L. Ellis and Davenport and Brazil's helped a lot on the side. He still hasn't jumped in with us full go. But having returners along with veterans that have played a lot of college basketball games, T-Mark comes from a great program at Houston. So you get a guy like T-Mark who's played for such a great coach in Calvin Sampson. He understands how to work hard. He understands expectations. It's different with experience. You know, you can do things a little bit differently. We have more returners than we did in the past as well. So we've been able to accelerate some of our schemes. But, you know, there's no comparison ever of really teams other than the fact that what can this group execute and then move on to the next step or maybe a a different phase. We've got in a lot more right now than we have in the past four years. And I think it's a combination of a whole bunch of things. I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking to Sam Pittman on the morning rush. And he was talking about the portal. He was talking about players. And he said, you have to have guys who've played. You want guys who've played. And when I look at this Arkansas basketball roster, Musk talked about it a little bit there. You've got guys who've played in big games. 
You've got guys who've played in meaningful moments. I think that's important. You know, Arkansas has gotten to a certain point in each of the last three basketball seasons, back-to-back Elite Eights and then a Sweet 16. Each time, though, each time they were eliminated, they were eliminated by a clearly better team. Baylor in Indianapolis, better team. You go to the next season, better team when the Razorbacks lost to Duke. And then this past season, Razorbacks lost to a better team in UConn. And one of the common denominators, at least among the teams last year, was certainly this way with UConn, was the experience factor. And I like the makeup, at least personnel-wise, of this team. It doesn't guarantee anything when you get to March. But the formula that got teams to March a year ago is the formula that they seem to be following. And I think that's a good sign. So what have they been doing? Well, this is the head coach. We're doing execution. We're doing teaching. We're doing 5-on-0 skeleton dry run type stuff. No way, shape, or form have we even come close to a rotation. Roles are being formulated in the coaching staff and probably in the players' minds. I'm sure that the players are forming opinions of teammates and forming maybe who they trust or formulating who could be a go-to guy. And I use that term very loosely, like who could be, because that's going to all evolve and develop. You know, we hope whoever we are in November, we hope that just like in the past, that we're much different come March. And that could be rotation player-wise. It could be set play. You know, we still have a lot to try to figure out. But it's been a really good summer as far as working our mile times much improved off the last four years. It's similar approach and adding type stuff that we had with our last year at Nevada, I would say. You know, one thing I can tell you absolutely from being around Muss's program for four years is that it is very precision-like in the way they practice. Uh, There's not a lot of wasted motion. It is all business. There aren't a lot of wasted steps. Uh, There's one whistle, and that's the head coach's whistle. He's in charge, and they're a lot of fun to watch. I will tell you that, just as an aside, you know, one of the things I get to do with my job is go to the practice on game day, and I can tell you that I learn more in that one hour before the game than I'll learn in all the other hours of the week combined when it comes to the Razorback basketball team, what they're doing, what they're planning, how they're playing. They're that good. It's that much fun to watch. So I know that this summer has been filled with instruction. Now, you got to have guys who can be coached. you got to have guys who are receptive. He likes this group in that regard. Really coachable group. And I'll give you an example. L. Ellis was, was really quiet, doing what he should do as an individual. I don't know if I've seen a player change so quickly in his leadership, his verbal command of the floor. Been really cool to see in a very short period of time. And then the other guy, like Jalen Graham's practice habits are dramatically different than last year. Dramatically. He's done an incredible job of understanding expectations and then following through on his part. 
so there's been some some evolving even this summer but that's been one thing that's really been cool to see is Graham's evolution and, and how L has really picked up what our expectations are and how we try to conduct practice and how talking and verbalization is really important on the court for us now that's a lot of stuff and some of it will be dated by the time we get to preseason practice and certainly by the time we get to that exhibition game with Purdue, which, by the way, we're going to talk about in just a few minutes. But, you know, there is a lot that goes on in the summer, and we're paying attention to other things. But they've been working. They've been getting a lot done, evidently. This team's got a lot of pieces, man. I mean, they got a lot of talent. They've got a lot of guys who've done a lot of things at different programs, good programs. And we're going to be excited, just as uh, we always are when it comes to comes to Musk talking about his basketball teams. I'll tell you, too, if you're buying or selling a home, um, I don't know that excited's the word. If you're buying, you're excited. If you're selling, sometimes you're anxious. I can tell you that Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, is your answer in both instances. I partnered with them to buy a home, and I partnered with them to sell a home. I remember when I was a first-time buyer, and, man, that was exciting. It was also nerve-wracking, and I didn't know what was going on. Fortunately, they did. Now, the time came later to sell. Then it was anxious. I needed to sell. I was buying a new place. And they were there then, too. Both times, the thing that made the difference was partnering with an experienced professional agent. And that's what you get with a Weikert agent. Best trained in the business. And what you're going to get with an agent from Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company, is an agent that understands every aspect of the market, whether you're a buyer or a seller. It varies from location to location. You want an expert. You want someone that does it every day. You don't want somebody that's doing this as a side gig. And you're always going to get a pro's pro when you Park it, uh, when you partner with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. That was my experience. I think that'll be your experience as well. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Bentonville, Springdale, Fort Smith. They're servicing Missouri from Branson now. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Give me the hogs. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. During the summer months, I know many of you are active, going to the lake, going to the beach. And if you want to live a healthier lifestyle and look better on these occasions, then I've got just the meal kit for you. It's Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. And you can get 50% off your order right now using the code 
HTL50. Just go to factormeals.com slash HTL50 and get 50% off. You're going to save trips to the grocery store. Your meals are going to be ready in about two minutes. They're fresh, never frozen. Plus, they have over 34 weekly restaurant options like bruschetta shrimp risotto and grilled steakhouse filet mignon. They have keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie options. Don't forget about breakfast and start your day right with Factor. Take 50% off right now. Factormeals.com slash HTL50. That's Factormeals.com slash HTL50 and get 50% off. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. One more thing about basketball before we call it a day. There were just so many good nuggets from Muss's media session today. The schedule this coming season. Man, what a schedule it's going to be. I mean, there are going to be some great games. Games at Bud Walton Arena, games at other places, you know, and hopefully it culminates in the best place at the Final Four. But it is going to be a great schedule. Purdue, Purdue is coming in for an exhibition game on October 28th. Of course, Duke will be here as part of the SEC-ACC Challenge before the first of the year. Must knows, <laughs> and this includes the Purdue game, must knows these have been circled by Razorback fans. Coach Painter and his staff understand that Bud Walton is a unique place to play, and, and I'm really hopeful that our fans across the state understand the significance of getting a team like this for an exhibition because there's not a lot of exhibition games that are being played against Division One teams, and so we're doing something unique. We're doing something that, I mean, you're putting it all out there really quickly. You're auditioning in front of a lot of people it's a little bit more opinions are going to be formed during that game, after that game, than if you play a Division II team. So credit to Purdue for being willing to play a road game. Credit to them to be willing to play a quality opponent. And same thing from us. Like They've proven a lot more than we have with who they have coming back. And then the Duke game. Look, Bud Walton was going to be sold out regardless of what our schedule looked like across the board. But the four years that I've been here, I would anticipate that the Duke game is be like when we played Kentucky and when we played Auburn and they've been ranked very high. I know that the requests that I've gotten from friends. I was talking to Phil Nevin last night, the Angels manager. He's coming to that game. Like, there's a lot of people that want to come to that particular game, too, which is you look at our schedule with the three Bahama games at the Battle of Atlantis, and then you look at Oklahoma and you look at Duke. That's going to be as five challenging games as this program's ever played. That's a mouthful, and it's true. You know, you think about what's going to be coming in this year. Um, and the first one's an exhibition game that doesn't actually count on the schedule. But as, you know, Muss has said, there are a lot of opinions that are going to be formed on that game because there are going to be a lot of people there. I don't know if it'll be full, but it'll be really close. You know, you've got a top five team coming in here for an exhibition game. And so even though it's not going to count on the record, it's going to go a long way toward determining how we feel about the coming season. If you remember last year when they played Texas, you know, we had a football game that day. It was Texas's open week, almost opposite from what it is this year. It's our open week, and we got a basketball game. Last year, Texas was open in football, and they had a basketball game. 
And Arkansas ran into a hornet's nest and just got their butt kicked. But I think Musk would tell you even today that over and over and over again last year, they cited in their meetings, in their conversations, in their preparation, they cited what happened to Texas. So there was value to it later in the year, even though they lost the game by a large margin. But my point is, not a lot of us saw it. We were paying attention to the football game that day, and it wasn't on TV. It wasn't even on the radio in Arkansas. It was on the Internet with the Texas broadcast because we had a football game going on at the time. So Arkansas got drilled, but not a lot of us saw it. And by the time we got on into the season, we'd forgotten about it. It's going to be different this time. We're going to see it. I don't know if it's going to be on TV, but I'll bet it is. I know it's going to be on the radio. Tickets have gone on sale now, and I would imagine they'll sell very quickly. It's an open weekend. If the football team's doing well, everybody's going to be in a good mood anyway. If they're not doing well, everybody's going to be ready for basketball. So I think a lot of people are going to be there. And I think it's going to be fun. And I do think that when you look at Arkansas' schedule this year, um, this team's going to be well-seasoned by the time they get to March. They're not going to face anybody in March that's going to be any better than the teams they play during the regular season. They may face a team that's hotter. But I don't know that they're going to face anybody better. But a little bit of basketball today to whet our appetite. We probably won't get into it again for a while. But it was interesting to hear Musk today, and I wanted to share some of that with you. Hey, I know a lot of people are looking ahead to college football season. I am too. And if you're one of those who likes to make a wager on college football and you know who you are, the Bet Saracen app is really the place to be. If you've not downloaded it yet, you need to do so. You can play the numbers right now. You can look at the numbers for the opening weekend. We're a month away, and it's there. If you're that interested, then I know a lot of you already are. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. And there's a reason it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. You've got all kinds of wagering opportunities on former Razorbacks, and there are going to be a bunch of them beginning their NFL season soon. You'll find out very quickly why it is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. They've got a how-to-play video, and they'll get you ready to go at the Bet Saracen app. Again, football begins on Friday. Football practice, anyway. We're at the point in the preseason where it seems like every day there's a new watch list. There's like 100 guys, 200 guys on all these watch lists. Uh, Dwight McLaughlin, Arkansas cornerback, has been named to the Nagurski Award watch list. That goes to the best defensive player in college football. He was second team All-SEC a year ago. I guess uh, beyond that, Bo Limmer is on the watch list for the Outland Trophy, goes to the top lineman. Been a bunch of other watch lists. I saw where KJ and Rocket were on the Maxwell Award watch list, and there's going to be a bunch of others between now and the uh, beginning of the season. But um, that makes it fun, gets players on watch lists. Some of them make the cut. They pare them down as the season wears on, and then they award all these things after the year in early December. Okay, Friday we're going to focus on football. We'll hear from the head ball coach on Friday as the Hogs begin preseason camp. We're getting closer every day. So make plans to be around on Friday. Until then, thanks for listening.
subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.